I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. It is Offensive Tackle Week here on the show. Joe DeLeon here with Ryan Roberts. We're doing yet another prospect pairing. Today's pairing is Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern and then Paris Johnson from Ohio State. A lot of projection here on specifically where these guys are going to play Ryan, this is going to be, and I know I say this a lot when we lead in, it's going to be an interesting show, but there are some questions that we need to answer and we need to discuss on this episode because of, one, the situation of Paris Johnson playing guard last season, and two, Skaronsky having pretty short arms. Yes, yes. I'll say this, Joe, starting out on a positive for a second. I feel a lot better coming into this show than I did yesterday's show. I don't know if you agree about oh, that. Oh, I I, com- I completely agree, and I almost wish I... Actually, I'm glad I started with Blake Freeland and Anton Harrison because they were good middle-of-the-pack guys that are going to get drafted probably somewhere on day two at the latest early day three, and then it put into perspective how good these two guys are, and it made me really understand that these guys deserve to be in the conversation as first round picks. Yeah, it's, I mean, very different players, right? Paris Johnson from a physical perspective just looks the part, right? That's what an NFL offensive tackle looks like. Peter Skaronsky, completely different animal, although he's had two very good years of production. So it's going to be an interesting one, man, because it's not a great comparison for the fact that they're very different football players. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's interesting because there's one that is more you know what you're going to get type of thing with a Peter Skaronsky and Paris Johnson is a bit of a wild card, but so there's yes. going to be a floor versus ceiling debate here, I think. And I think it should be a good time. I, it sounds like we're already in agreement, but we're going to get to that conversation before we do. I just want to tell you folks about bet online. If you're like me, you're bored watching baseball. We're slowly running out of basketball and hockey games to watch and you want to make those baseball games a little bit more interesting, head on over to Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA and NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to their website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Ryan, so you allege that you have a hot take. Do you want to share the hot take now or do we wait? I can do it now. You want it now? Okay, because you didn't give me any lead and I tried to get a little bit. I tried to ask, you know, what? Uh, give me a hint. But I don't know no. when you want me to lead you in. So let, let's no let's hints, get it man. now and then we'll talk no about hints. it. So as you know, I am a big stickler for arm length, right? Like I am Oh a, yes, I know. I know. I'm a I'm a purist in this way, right? Like I like 34 inch arms playing offensive tackle. It's just it that threshold has kind of been been pushed down a little bit now at 33 to reflect Rashawn Slater and Eva Penny Sewell that was 33 and a quarter. So arm length's becoming less of an issue. 
Here's my hot take, Joe. I did not think I was going to come into this show and say this, okay? Oh, no. I am fully in on Peter Skaronsky. Let's go! At offensive <laughs> tackle. At offensive tackle, too. Uh, I, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I The length is not an issue on film too much. It's, a, it's an issue at times, right? Like, some guys can get into his chest at times. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the game against Michigan, where he's going against Ajabo and Hutchinson, it's just he's just so he just understands angles so well. He's so patient as a pass protector, and he's got quick feet, so he's able to just ride guys past the past the um past the pocket and work the outside track. And yeah, I mean it just it doesn't hurt him. So mm-hmm. I, I was already on board that Peter Skaronsky was a first round caliber offensive lineman. The debate the internal debate was: Is he better inside a guard? Is he better out, out, out at offensive tackle? I think he's better at offensive tackle. And that thing that's where it comes from my my hot take because traditionally you would think doesn't have great length, let's move him inside. But I don't think Peter Skronsky is the most physically imposing offensive lineman, right? right? Like I think that he is a technician, I think he's got quick feet, and I think that he's a, just a good overall athlete. That is more of an offensive tackle. So I think his arms are going to be 32 and some odd inches, right? Like I don't think yeah, like really, really short arms, really short. But I don't think it's going to matter because I think the athleticism is enough to overcompensate. He's also listed at I think what was it six four? I don't I don't know if he's six four, man. I don't. He looks pretty stumpy. That's the that's the tricky thing. So like the size thing. Here's here's I agree with you about the Michigan game because I watched the Michigan game. He looked really good against George Karloftis. He looked really good against Aiden Hutchinson. He handles power really well. Like I love his base. I love his ability to not allow these stronger edge rushers that typically overpower weaker offensive tackles. He he just handles it really, really well, especially from what you're talking about, understanding angles, where he needs to be. Mm-hmm. But I had to make a note that when he was going against Ojabo were the times when he struggled the most. Those are the, the reps that he was – he didn't necessarily get – there was one rep where he he got beat, but it didn't really look like he got beat because the other tackle and other linemen next to him mm-hmm. got beat as well, leading to a sack. But there mm-hmm. were a couple times where it was, a, it was a little hairy. It was a little bit close. And I was trying to figure out – I'm like, why is this – why is this an issue? He, he He's – his kick set so quick. He was in the right position and it is because of that length. So like sure. just from those instances, I know it's such a small sample size, just so few plays. Mm-hmm. I do have to ask that question of like, if, if he goes against a lot of guys like this, which the NFL has a lot more edge rushers with length, is it going to be a problem? I mean, can it be sometimes? Yeah. I, I don't think it's ever going to be something where it's not there at all. Right? Like, I think that it's, it's something to monitor, but I just I just didn't see enough instances of it affecting him on film where I really think that it's going to be a major issue at the next level. Like I just didn't see it. I mean, he reminds me of David Bakhtiari from the Green Bay Packers, who I, I was just looking up David. David actually had decent arm length, but he's a he was a sub three hundred pound guy, six foot four, somewhere right around that ballpark. Did not look the part of an NFL offensive tackle or a left tackle, and but I think that. There's just something about Skaronsky that it's just there, there's like unteachables to him, man. Like yeah. it's just his set points are great. 
He understands the patience that he plays with, I think is the best part. I talked about Anton Harrison yesterday, where it just seems like he's always, he's always a step behind and it, it games just moving too fast for him. Peter Skaronsky just looks like he's always in control of everything he's doing. Like he never looks like he's pressing. So that tells me one, he's comfortable in his technique. And two, I think he's a good athlete. Like, I think he's just a good athlete overall. So am I worried about it a little bit? Sure. Like, I don't think you want him going against miles Garrett every single play. Like that's not going to end well every single rep, but I think it's enough where he can handle NFL pass rushers. Again, Joe, I was fully on board with coming into this and saying, I think he's a first-round player, but I think he's a guard. But after watching the film, just I don't think he's a guard. I think he's a tackle. I think he's a good one. I I, I don't know, man. Like I just I am breaking my own rule here because I'm usually a, a traditionalist in the arm length thing for offensive tackles because it does matter. It absolutely matters. I don't want this to come off as saying that it doesn't matter, but I'm set, telling you that there are players that are. They're outliers, right? And he is an outlier, I think. So it's going to be hard to bet on sometimes, but there's just something in me that's just, there's like a a subjective side to scouting sometimes where you can't quantify why you feel the way you do, but it's just there, right? Like this reminds me of the JC Horn thing, right? When he didn't have a lot of ball production and people are like, oh, well, he doesn't get interceptions. He doesn't have a ton of pass breakups. It's just like, do you watch the film? Like, he's just not an issue on film. Like, he's just handling his business. And mm-hmm. for me, Peter Skronsky handles his business, man. Like, he just gets the job done. And you can't quantify that all the time, but I think he's just a really good football player. Just to go over Skronsky. Overall, it's just as a prospect, the traits that stand out. What I saw from him, he talked about he's an effective run blocker. I don't think he's physically imposing because he doesn't have that size to really be physically imposing. He's got the the demeanor that you want. That was something that I noticed. He's got the really good power and he uses it effectively, something that was a hang-up for me with Blake Freeland because he's so freaking big and he's strong. He's just not using it as you would like him to, but he uses it effectively in the run game. But you were talking about the thing that makes him so exciting is him as a pass blocker. And that was the one aspect of his game that was that made it willing for me to say he is capable of playing tackle at the next level because he's a much better, not actually not much better, but he is a really, really good pass blocker and it's he's a better pass blocker than a run blocker. And typically in those situations, you want those guys playing tackle, but really quick feet, kick sets really well, redirects really well. He just understands where he needs to be. It is a natural feel for the position that a lot of guys just don't necessarily have. Big guys struggle to move and, and be where they need to be and contort their body in the right way. And I think Skaronsky has that, which is certainly a, a rare thing to find in a true junior offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. And I keep coming back to the Bakhtiari comp for a second because it's just like, if you watch Bakhtiari when he's healthy for the for the for the um for the Packers, great pass blocker, which is why he's a left tackle, obviously. But in the run game, he's much more positional than he is op- opposing, right? Like imposing. Excuse me. I don't think that there's anything imposing about a guy like Peter Skaronsky, but I think that he gets his body in good positions all the time, and I think he has good effort in the run game, which is it's plus, right? Like I don't think that he's going to be a detriment in the run game, but he's playing offensive tackle for me because he's a great pass blocker, right? Like he is one of the more NFL ready pass blockers that I've seen on film the last couple of years. And 
I want people to understand this for a second because there was an internal debate between Rashawn Slater inside outside. This kid's not Rashawn Slater. Like Rashawn Slater, Rashawn Slater have longer arms. He had thirty-three he, inch arms. Like he hit the threshold. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was also a little stumpy too. He was like six four. Yeah, he was like six four, even thirty-three inch arms. This kid's a little bigger than uh, Skronsky is a little smaller than a than a Rashawn Slater. Rashawn Slater was just a little better of an athlete overall. But mm-hmm. I think that Skronsky is absolutely a first round caliber player. I think he's got a kid that's just going to be a very solid to good left tackle for some time. That's what I see with him. Paris Johnson's really interesting to evaluate the Ohio State right guard because this is a guy who, again, played guard all of last year, and that was his first full exposure to playing the position. The one thing that pops to me, man, watching Paris Johnson, this dude is a finisher in the run game. He is a really, really good uh, run defender. I was watching, I think it was the, it was I watched the Purdue and the Indiana games were the two games that I watched. I wanted to watch the Michigan game, but we didn't have tape for it. But there was one play where I think the whistle was like pretty much the play was dead, and he drove a guy off the screen. He was continuing to 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 drive block him. So that was what excited me about Paris Johnson is he is he is a mean dude. He is a really really good run blocker, and those are things that excite you because he's going to be bumping out the tackle allegedly. Is he playing left tackle this upcoming year? Left tackle, left tackle, yep. So you're plugging him in at left tackle. You know that he can run block. That is not going to be an issue. But he has not been asked to block many guys in space really at all. There were not yeah. a lot of one, one-on-one reps with defensive tackles. And he's strong enough to handle defensive tackles. So we have to sit here and ask ourselves the question, do we think he can move well enough to play with faster, smaller guys in space? Yeah, I mean, the answer is yes. I think he's a good athlete overall. I think he's got strength. Like you said, I mean, there is some reps in the run game where he's just – he's annihilating dudes. Have you ever seen, Joe, the the vid- – not his, it's not his highlight tape. But there was a video that went viral on Twitter a few a couple years ago when he was like a high school senior of him just dogging this one team. Like just every rep was just like him no. throwing them on the ground. It looked like the blind side, man. Like he was just throwing dudes on the ground every play. It was nuts. <laughs> Um, you need to go. I, I'm going to send that to you after we yeah, get send off. Yeah, send it to but me. He, um, it's a tough one, man. I don't think Ohio State's done a great job developing offensive linemen recently. Like I think of Thayer Munford and I think of Nicholas petit Friere, who came out last year, who was a high recruit that never really developed. They have Dewan Jones at right tackle, who's actually on our show before, who's 6'8", 360 pounds. So this, this kid, Paris Johnson, is going to be moving over to left tackle. And like you said, all the traits are there. One issue I have with him, just from a technical perspective, Joe, I don't know if you realize this, but man, is he laid off the snap like every single play sometimes, man? I'm just like, there are plays where like he's false stepping on the initial snap. There's snaps uh-huh. where the entire offensive line and defensive line have already shot off the off the off the um off the snap, and he is still kind of just getting out of his stance. I'm just like the, the timing is weird, man. Like I I just I I, th- I felt like this is what I thought of him. Ready? He is I'm going to make another comparison here, but not a football comparison. I'm going to compare him to a uh, super villain. Okay. You ready for this? Are you ready? You don't look ready. Uh, I, I guess I'm ready. All right. Have you ever, have you ever read X-Men? You've seen X-Men. Yeah, yeah, assuming, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All right. Juggernaut. This is what this kid is, man. He is <laughs> his, his momentum out of his stance is not great, but when he gets moving, he right. annihilates everything in his path. So I was thinking like, I didn't really notice this, this, the, the slowness off the ball, but uh-huh. he gets going quickly. Like he accelerates yes. 
quickly. So maybe and, and when it, he gets going, maybe it, looks, man. maybe it looks normal to me because I'm not paying attention to him firing off the ball late because he gets upfield so quickly. Because I even made a note, like he gets upfield really quickly. He gets yeah. into his blocks really quickly because he's got burst. He's got explosiveness, which you just can't necessarily get with 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 big offensive linemen like this. Working to the second level, it's fantastic when he gets moving, man. I'm telling you. I, I think that there is something for the initial part of the play, the, off of the snap. I think that there is some, I don't want to call it hesitancy. Like It just mm. seems like his, his timing is not great off the snap. But when he gets going... He's an immovable force, man. Like he, I mean, he annihilates dude on the second level. I have yet to see him in a moving target working to the second level where he hits someone on this uh, a linebacker or some other second level defender and they don't go backward, right? Like he has some crazy displacement power for his size. And he's a good athlete. Like you said, linearly, he's explosive. The thing that you can't see at guard, which you mentioned a little bit. How can he redirect in space, right? Like working against inside counters, inside moves. You haven't seen that stuff yet. We know linearly, very explosive player. Can he move laterally well enough? Can he work in space? That is the questions with Paris Johnson, but there are building blocks that say he should be able to do it. He he did really move well in that short area as a guard. And again, there were not a lot of instances where he was blocking guys one-on-one. There were a lot of times where he was picking up a guy with the center or the the, the right tackle, uh, Dewan Jones, who you just mentioned, who's been on the show. Like that stuff looks fine, but we have to again. That's what I said earlier. Is like we we kind of have to ask ourselves, like, do we think? And you just said that. Does do we think that he has that ability to move with a much bigger window for smaller, faster guys? And there wasn't a ton of him going against smaller defenders on tape. One weird thing, and this doesn't really affect him as a prospect. Why the hell were they bringing in that other kid, 55? I don't even know who it is. They kept bringing oh, in. I think it's Matthew Hill. Why yeah. were they doing that? He's like one of their best <laughs> offensive linemen, and they're swapping him out for this. Is is it a, is that an underclassman that they're just trying to get reps? I think it's Matthew Hill. I'm going to look it up. I know that they have a Jackson kid who I think is the other guard. Um, and then they had the Whipler kid who was a first-year starter at center because of Harry Miller had to retire, medically retire. But, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I said this a little bit, Joe, and I would just – the management and development of the offensive line of the last couple of years has not been good. It's not. It's stupid because yeah. you've got – I mean, that's like a perfect example because this is a kid who's who's clearly the best athlete – and the best player amongst the group, and you're swapping him out for another kid to come in for no reason. I thought he got hurt the first time I noticed it, and I'm just like, what the, what the he's, hell? One series, he's definitely game? the best athlete on on the offensive line. There's no doubt about it. Like you, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to look up right real quick who the kid is that you're talking about. Was it Jackson? No, it wasn't Jackson. Who was the starting guard opposite of him? Well, it was Mumford. That's a dumb yeah. question. It was Thayer Mumford. Who was? Really bad. Nicholas Petit Freire was also not great, but let's take a look. Fifty-five. I, I wonder if he's still even. The kid's still even. There. Yeah, he, it's it's Matthew Jones who is the uh. other starting guard now. So they have Matthew Jones starting at right guard. He is a redshirt senior, so he's actually a year older or two years older than Parrish Johnson. And then they have Donovan Jackson, who's going to be their starting left guard with Whipler at center. Dewan Jones at right tackle and Paris Johnson. So he was a, a bizarre. He's actually two years right there. He's a two year. He's two years older. The Matthew Jones kid than Paris Johnson. So I guess if that has something to do with it, I don't know, but there you go. 
Ryan, talking about projection for these guys. So you're talking about how you have a hot take. You think Skaronsky is, uh, you know, for sure a tackle. I don't know if this is necessarily a hot take, but this is my take on both of these guys. Mm-hmm. I I almost find it difficult to fully call this an offensive tackle class, more of an offensive line class, especially because of these two guys. I'm taking both of these guys in the first round. And the reason why, and I put them as offensive line one and offensive line two. I would put Skaronsky, I think, uh, uh, ahead of Paris Johnson, but by by a hair. But here's how mm-hmm. I, I I see both these guys. If Skaronsky, the length issues pop up in the NFL, you bump him inside a guard. He's a really good guard as a pass protector. And then any adjustments you know you need him to make as a as a run defender, he's clearly smart enough and um, patient enough and has that natural feel for the position where he's going to get better as a run blocker as a guard. Paris Johnson. We see that he is a really, really good guard. You're bumping him at the tackle this year. You draft him as a tackle. Say he struggles, you bump him into guard. Or, heck, maybe you draft him to play guard and you realize that he can play tackle. Both of these guys are going to start on an offensive line in their first years, and they're going to be big-time key contributors. It's just a matter of where you put them. So I I don't think that should be a hot take to say that these guys both are first-round picks. Yeah. Skaronsky oh, first. On. I'm going to okay. go with Peter Skaronsky first, okay? First-round player, absolutely. Even if you anticipate that he's more Zach Martin than he is David Bakhtiari and he might be a guard long-term, I'm good with it. I am because I think he's a positional blocker inside. I don't think he's going to be a dominant run blocker inside, but the kid is a next-level early starting caliber offensive lineman. First round. Paris Johnson is first-round traits. There's no doubt about it. I don't think the guard film is first round caliber film though. I think really? this is a, yeah, I didn't get that man. Like I, mm. I thought there was, I thought there was a lot of good, but I thought there was some discomfort playing inside. Maybe it's just that he's been to tackle most of his life. Right. So let's, I, I, he's a wait and see player for me. He very well can end up being a first round player. He can end up being the first offensive tackle off the board because his traits are such right now though. I would say, He's a borderline first round, second round type of player with upside to be the first offensive tackle off the board. That's what I see with Paris Johnson. I think his traits are the best of anybody that I've watched so far. I think him and Blake Freeling are, you know, have traits that you can't teach, you know, some unteachables to them, but Paris probably has the most upside of any offensive tackle I've watched so far. But he's a work in progress, I guess is the word, but there is a lot to like with Paris Johnson. I guess agree to disagree on that one because I I watched him as a guard and and I was excited and understandably I was watching him against Purdue and Indiana. I really wish we could have watched the Michigan game. I refuse to watch broadcast tape for offensive linemen, offensive linemen and receivers. I refuse to watch broadcast tape for because it's just, you know, you're staring at nothing because, you know, eventually it's off the frame and also, a guard you're not even going to see because he's just mushed in the middle of the screen. But I, I saw dominance. I, you know, I saw that the 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 fact that he is a much better, not a much better. I keep I got to stop saying that. The fact that he is a very dominant run blocker tells me that he can do that at the next level, and that's what you want in your guards. And the concerns with him are what does he do as a pass blocker when he has to play some twitchier, uh, quicker players, play some guys in space if he has to go against an Aaron Donald. How is he going to handle himself in those situations? Those are question marks, understandably. So that's why I'm saying if, if he can't play tackle and say he just has a really struggling year as a tackle or an up-and-down year just in general, probably not going to happen. Um, 
I, I think he's good enough to step in and start as a, as a guard. And in a year that is going to be thin at offensive line in general, mm-hmm. I, I think that a team is going to be willing to draft him and just kind of see where he fits in 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 their group. If freaking oh my god, who was the? I, I'm, I, his name is just in my head and it just popped. Alex out. Leatherwood. Alex yeah, Leatherwood. If Alex Leatherwood it? can go in the <laughs> oh, first was round, was yes, it? it was. If Alex Leatherwood can go in the first round and then get moved around and then realize he sucks later on, yeah. I, I think Paris Johnson can go in the first round. That's fair. It's fair, man. You know what I just realized, Joe? You know what, what I just realized? Which is just made me really sad. Do we have to spend a whole week on offensive guards? Well, it's going to be interior. It's going to be centers. And okay. Guards. Okay, good. Good. Because there is... I'm looking at this list of offensive guards that we have right now, and I am not excited about this well, offensive we'll, guard. We'll list. do one guard pairing, and we'll do uh-huh. – there's, there's enough centers to do two center pairings, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's centers for days, man. We can make a, we can make two weeks out of centers, which is weird to say. Uh, but I'll, like, do on, I'll do only centers if we really want to. I mean, like, if they we got, suck, we got, they we, suck. We got to throw in a couple guards, man. So we'll we'll make it work. We'll, but we'll yeah. talk about them on the uh, I mean, yeah. on the recap show. On the full recap. <laughs> Just show. In, here's his guards that are terrible, but like, Here, yeah. Here's a them. here's a name that you should know that'll be a day three pick. <laughs> nah, man. We got we got to throw a couple in there. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll find a couple guys that are worthy. We'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. I think that's a good note to wrap us up on, folks. At Joe DeLeo and at Ryan Roberts at NFL Prospects Pod. At Ryan Roberts, that's not- at Rise and Draft. I'm sorry, change your goddamn handle, man. Uh, at Rise and Draft. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.